Welcome, 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 welcome to the latest edition of the Midlife Crisis Show. Good times. Uh, so the Midlife Crisis continues, at least in my world. No, actually, uh, things are looking pretty good right now. I really, I really can't complain because uh, I now have a car again, which is great for me. I have a good job now. I'm selling selling cars now. If anybody wants to buy a car, hit me up. You know where to find me. Facebook, etc., etc. I will sell you a car. Give you a great deal, everybody. Come see me. It'll be fine. Yay! Um, so there's that. Dude, I tell you what. Living in Texas right now, it is just stupid. Just, re- just the dumbest kind of hot you've ever seen. Like, it is so hot, even people in Texas are like, you know, it's kind of fucking hot outside. It's like, yeah, no shit, I fucking melt every time I go out the door. Like, seriously. If Kid Rock lived here, it would be like, my air conditioner ain't stopped for three damn days. You know what I mean? That's how hot it is here. Like, you outside, dogs are literally melting into the street. That's how hot it is in Texas. Just in case you were wondering, but fuck you, it never snows. So that's that's really why we live here. I'll, I'll live here. Uh, so I, I gathered tonight, or this afternoon, or morning, or whenever the hell you're listening to this. Thanks for listening, by the way. Uh, all four of you out there, tell your friends we can double it to like eight. Um, share away. Uh, <laughs> Try to decide how I want to talk about this. <laughs> Oh, uh, I saw this story online. It was about this gay guy filming him and his dog trying to be cute. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, just kidding. Kidding. It was a different story I read online. And it was about this, uh, this love story. And it was from this woman's point of view. And, uh, It was really interesting the way the story read. See, this woman was a single lady. She was uh, divorced about, I'd say, two and a half, three years. I can't, I can't remember exactly. I kind of glanced at the beginning to see if it was being any good. Long story short, single, uh, divorced, no kids. Uh, from all abscess of the story so far, the chick seemed pretty normal. Had a dog, had an apartment, had a roommate, uh, had a job. Everything seemed to check out. Seemed to be over the ex, so girl seemed good. Girl meets guy. Guy, uh, again, divorced two, three years, same type deal. Uh, had a son. Mom's not in the picture. She's like in Montana or something. Um... Uh, and for what all intent purposes, seemed pretty normal. Had a job, work from home, doing his own thing. Everything's good. They start dating. They really click, they hit it off, and they start hanging out all the time. They like the same things. They encourage each other. Like, it is a beautiful love story. I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. This is like kind of love everybody kind of wants. Woo, good for this couple. They're going to make it. Yay, this couple. Okay. So that's where... How's that? The story so far, I'll read it. So. Everything's good. And again, from the woman's point of view, is where I read this. So everything's good. They start dating. Uh, 
They both agree that she should not meet the child till sometime down the road. Of course, she totally understands why. No big deal. And as they start dating, she notices that every time they hang out, or it always is at her place. And I'm like, okay, no big deal. Mm-hmm. So they date for about three months or so. And it comes up, how come I can't ever come to your place? And the man, very logically, says, well, that's where my son is. And uh, we agreed you don't need my son yet. Okay, so they keep dating. Everything's good. And according to her, she starts getting jealous over little things. Like, he doesn't respond to a text. Uh... She'll disappear for, or uh, he'll disappear for like a day or two, and she can't get in touch with him. Now, he always has logical excuses. Uh, you know, he tells her things like, look, while I was taking my son camping, there was no service whatsoever. Sorry, I couldn't answer. You know, called back as soon as good. Cool. Uh, quit being jealous. Quit freaking out. Okay, cool. She knows she's getting more and more jealous, but it's because of these little things. So, they kind of get past that. They move forward, and eventually, the guy decides it's time for you to meet my kid. Now, this is after she had already introduced him to the parents. This was a big deal for her. And her parents absolutely love this guy. Like, this guy, and they hold the whole story, and they kind of got on him about, well, you don't need to meet the kids yet anyway. Blah, blah, blah. You need to have patience. And she appreciated the backup. Uh, so, long story short, she eventually meets this guy's son. They headed off, dude. This chick and this fucking kid, like, they're besties. They're hanging out all the time. Everything's great. Until it comes up that the guy is still hanging out with his ex-girlfriend. Now, apparently nothing was going on. And she moves past it and goes on. And eventually gets to the point where she is so jealous that she eventually leaves said guy. And I read that and, and you know, I'm thinking... That's horrible that you let your own insecurities screw up this relationship. As I'm reading the story, I'm like, bad chick. Chick, you got to trust. This is bad on you. So I continue reading on. And it goes on to say, unfortunately, after we had broken up, I found out a little bit more. Apparently, the guy... was doing a lot more than she knew about. And the article goes on to tell you exactly what happened. I can't remember exactly what all this guy did. But what I do remember is there was a lot of trust broken. And you look back and at first you'll, you'll feel sorry for you know, the guy in the story, you know, the son's gone, you know, this chick fucked it up, she got close with his son, and then she went psycho. 
And then you learn why she goes psycho. And then you feel sorry for the guy. Because the amount of energy it would have taken to pull off something so great is astonishing to me. I can't remember details, uh, but I remember it was really, it was crazy. It was just a lot you wouldn't expect, you know. And uh, what I took away from this story is you always got to trust your gut. No matter how much you don't want to trust your gut, no matter how much you believe your heart, you can't leave yourself open to obvious pain. At some point, you can't blame the other person. You have to blame yourself for staying. And as I read that story, that's what I thought. I was like, well, it's kind of obvious that dude was not into her. Um, I think that dude felt pet pity for her. And she should have left a long time ago. And it goes on to say that now that she did, you know, and... At first, she fought it, and she did horrible, horrible things to find out the truth. And, you know, it's funny about the truth is if you've ever been stuck in that position where you don't know what the truth is, and all you want to know is the real story. I've seen it obsess people to the point where they do things they would never thought they'd do in a million years just to find out the truth. And then when they find out the truth, it's everything they knew already. And then a little bit more. And just having confirmation. And you think, well, as soon as I get confirmation and I know what's real and I know I'm not crazy, I'll be good. But it doesn't make you good. Knowing what your gut is telling you, you shouldn't have to get confirmation. Because there's no coming back from that. And this girl had to accept that. So, this girl went on to try to apologize for being psycho, you know, and this, that, and the other, and the guy was just pissed. Like, at this point, he was just done. And they just walked away. But when you think about that relationship and how twisted it got, when you first start reading it, you think it's going to be this fucking amazing love story about these two people that connected and they're soulmates and it's just beautiful, man. And then, by the end, it's just this twisted ball of lies. Told and believed. Told and believed. And that's the thing is, you always got a choice. And when you get to know you're believing the lies, man, it's time for you to go. As soon as you just accept it, then it's going to happen to you again and again.
you can't accept the lies. You gotta leave. Even when it's the hardest thing in the world that you wanna do, you gotta do it for you because if not, dude, they're eventually gonna catch up and it's gonna ruin the two people. It's gonna change who they are as people and they're gonna fucking hate each other. There ain't no coming back from that. You just don't, you, you don't come back from that. So you walk the fuck on and go on and it sucks. And you'll look back on it and you'll say, man, we fucked that up. God, we fucked that up. But you, you gotta, you just gotta quit. So, you pay your dues, you pay what's owed, and you move on with your life. And that's kind of where the story ended with this chick. And the reason why that story hit so home for me is like, recently I went through a breakup too. Not anything near that dramatic. Meh. Uh, you know, we just decided we went and going to be together and kind of split ways. So it wasn't nothing near like this story was that I just told. But it hit home because it made me think of no matter how you break up with somebody, no matter how you get to that point of this isn't going to work, it could be the cleanest thing in the world and it could be a horrible, horrible break. Either which way, you feel that pain. And you got to feel that pain to move the hell on. And does it suck? Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it sucks. But it's what I'm doing. It's what I have to do. It's what I was about to. Whoa, it up, Chris. Sorry. <clears throat> it got a little serious. I had to do a little something funny for the, for the listeners out there. It got a little too serious. Everybody just needs to calm down. And it's, it, you know, it sucks, yes. But for me, it's a chance to get back to being me and being happy. And look, man, I, it's, you know, I went through it for a reason. I learned something from it. And I don't hold any bitterness. I should. I know I should. But I, I really forgive, you know, for my breakup, like I said, clean, easy, and I forgive. I forgive. The girlfriend, 100%, you know, for whatever she did. And I hope she forgives me for whatever I did. And, you know, whatever. We just didn't click and it moved on. But, uh, like I said, it doesn't matter if it's a, a just a destroyed relationship or you shake hands and go. You still go through the same shit. Like, first you got to fucking, I fucked it up. I'm going to call it back. 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 I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. And then... Usually, you do something stupid and you can't fix that. And you're like, hey, I'm going to fuck it all up. Fuck it. Oh, just burn this motherfucker down. And uh, you burn that bridge to hell. and Or the uh, vice versa. And then you get the acceptance of, you know, what the fuck am I doing? This is so stupid. What the fuck am I doing? And then you both move the fuck on. And it doesn't matter how it goes. That's how it always goes. It sucks. But that's pretty much what's going on with me. Uh, I know, it's kind of weird this time. But I'm going to post it up anyway. Because <laughs> this, is, this is my life in general. This might be a good one, y'all.
Um, everybody's asking me, am I going to date? Am I going to date? Am I going to date? Am I going to... No. No. Uh, having said that, I wasn't going to date when I, you know, got started dating the last girl. So, I don't know. You know, I'm open to it for sure, you know. Um, am I cautious? 100%. You know what I mean? But if there's any girls out there who just want to straight up get laid, please hit me up because I could really use to get laid. I'm just saying. Because, you know, that's that part of it. Um, but anyway. Haha, I'm making jokes now because I'm funny. Um, <laughs> that's what's going on right now. So, I don't know, man. I'm in it like that. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sketchy and, and weird. But, you know, this is also kind of my therapy. So, there you guys go. Thanks for listening, and uh, I just wish there was a better ending. Oh, Josh has a job now, and fucking moving up in the world, so that's pretty good, roommate Josh, and uh, we have a roommate moving down from Michigan. We're going to call her roommate can't fucking brush your hair, (laughs) roommate legs for days, (coughs) roommate fucking hippie, oh, hippie roommate, we're getting hippie roommate, fucking hippie. God, our house is going to smell like patchouli. Uh, fuck me. Um, damn it. So that's going to be fun. Yay. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's cool. And I uh, can't wait for hippie roommate to get the fuck down here. She'll probably talk on the podcast some. In the background screaming of noximities. Ob- obnox- I don't know, cussing. Anyway, y'all. Uh, so that's what else is going on. Um, I'll let you know what's going on with that. Works good. Selling cars. I need a car. Hit me up. And uh, still got the dogs. Life is good, y'all. I'm happy. I'm moving on. And everything looks green skies and blue grass from now on. I don't know. That was kind of reversed. I'm dyslexic. Have a good night. It is the Midlife Crisis Show with your boy Carson. Please like, share, fucking get this fling out there. Thank you, everybody.